Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I do count it as a privilege that you have decided to be here at this moment in time. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. And for all those brand new listeners to this podcast, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Akayami McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. I'm a licensed psychotherapist who practices in the state of Maryland as well as Georgia. I'm also the author of two books called Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, as well as My Purpose Then and Now. Both of these books can be purchased on Amazon, and you'll find out more information about that in the show notes. I also have a Facebook group for those who are wishing to connect with other people in a community, and that group is called Purpose Driven High Achievers. Who I work with is high achievers who want to stop losing themselves in relationships, improve their focus, perform better, and become more productive. My goal is to empower people to realize their full human potential. And I do that through therapy, through coaching, consulting, as well as education. With that being said, let me inform you that this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. The purpose of this podcast is just to inform, educate, and entertain. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And stay tuned all the way through to the end for a little bit more information in connecting with me. Welcome to episode number eight, to be or not to be in a relationship. Many of us want to be in love. We want to be connected to other people. And actually, we were made to be in a relationship. We were made to have relationships. It doesn't really matter what type of relationship. We are made to be in some form of a relationship. People who do not have any connections with other people tend to fall into depression, isolation, withdrawal. They have social anxieties or they just have problems in general with connecting with other people. But in all reality, there's no one out here that is meant to be alone. Some people have close relationships with parents. Some people have close relationships with their siblings People can make up family sizes or a family based off of whoever is close to them. So there's no real true definition of family. But the thing about it is, is not all family is what most people expect it to be. But outside of family, people also have to have other forms of relationships And those relationships extend past the family because let's just think about it. No one stays in their initial nuclear family all of their lives. At some point in time, they leave their family and they go to form relationships with other people. But when you think about romantic relationships and why people want to be in relationships, we have to be clear about what it is that we're wanting from a relationship. Most of the time when people first see someone that they're attracted to or drawn to, 
they're usually looking at an outward physical appearance. They may be attracted to their height, their weight, their hair, their complexion, their shape. Some people are attracted to the way the person talks or the way the person interacts. They might be attracted to their personality. Some people are attracted to a way a person, the chemistry that they get from a person or smiles, the way they smell or just the connection that they have in the real subtle touches that they might give. Some people are truly attracted to having a good conversation with somebody. You can really vibe with people who are good at holding conversations, the topics that they talk about the interest that they might have. After the initial and the first attraction that you have with another person, then you begin to see other things that connect you to them. Y'all might have the same mindset. You may have the same type of um, goals, desires, and visions. You may even have some of Um, the same type of characteristics. You know, some people love being around people that make them laugh or like to have a good time or maybe a free spirit, impulsive, very goal-driven, or just have a certain maybe entrepreneur mindset, or they might have this uh, mindset of serving and helping other people. Or they might be people that strive for more knowledge and education, loves reading books, loves the arts, like doing certain activities, might be in the same career field, entertainment, you know, mental health, attorneys. So sometimes the things that we enjoy doing or the type of work we enjoy doing will connect us to other people because we all have the same type of mindset and we're in the same field and we have something that connects us. Sometimes it could be because you're both in sports or athletics and you both have certain goals and things that you like to do. So that type of thing can draw you to one another and might form very strong relationships. So the thing is, we all have to see something in another person that will draw us to them. But now on the flip side, There also may be natural things that draw us to somebody. Some people can be very dominating and they're looking and they're drawn to someone that is very needy or someone that they can control. Then you have those people that are needy and they're looking for sort of like a savior or somebody to take care of them. Sometimes people are looking for what they call a project, somebody that they could build up or make better. But once that has been done, then there may not be much of an interest because they may may feel that they've done what they went into the relationship to do and therefore their attraction might go away. Now, on the other hand, you might have people who are attracted to somebody that's a lot like them goal-driven, power-hungry, chasing money, 
and all of that type of thing. But sometimes getting connected to somebody that is a lot like you can start off as an attraction, but then in the end could end up as something that irritates you. So the thing that I loved about somebody when I first met them after a while, it might start getting on my nerves because they are a lot like me or that power hungry, control, goal driven thing can become very annoying when they're trying to control me. So we have to be mindful of the things that we are attracted to in the beginning and understand that there's a possibility that those things can irritate us after a while. But that's not a reason to end a relationship or anything like that. You just have to learn to be mindful of how you respond to people as the relationship grows and relationship changes because they all grow, they all change, and we all have to make adjustments after being in a relationship. And we can't become impatient when people don't seem to adjust or change fast enough for us. That's why communication is extremely important. Now let's talk about what is the motivation for connecting with somebody. When you do get involved with someone in a romantic manner or you're trying to become intimate into a relationship, what is your motivation for even starting a commitment? Do you know what the other person wants? Do you know what their goals are? Do you want children? Do they want children? Are you striving for some financial goal? What's it like for them? How do they handle their money? Do they even save money? Do they have problem with their credit? Do they look to buy houses and properties? So you got to know what each other's financial goals are. What about sex? Do you like sex? Do they like sex? Are they somebody that wants to have sex every night? Are you somebody that go maybe once a week and you be okay? What if you are somebody that's not very affectionate and they're extremely affectionate? Do you really know that about each other? And how do you handle that once you get into a relationship? Because most times when people get into a relationship, the, the, the number of days where you have sex, the level of sex, the type of sex, all of those things kind of change once you get into relationships that go for a longer period of time. So you have to know that about people and how they feel about being touched and how often they want to be sexually active. What kind of things do they like in sex? And if you're not talking about this prior to having sex, once you start getting into a relationship, it's a little bit more difficult to have the conversation. So it is important to be very much aware of how each other feels about being intimate, being affectionate and sex and having sex. What about is your motivation to get with somebody because of their connections, their networking and their work habits? Do you are you getting connected to them because they have a connection that you hope to get? Do they know people that you want to be in contact with? So you've got to be aware of which, why you're being motivated to go after this person. What do you want? Because everybody wants something. 
You're no one is going into the relationship without some motivation. And we can say, I just love being around a person. Well, you know what? That is weak. That's a weak reason to say, I just like being around a person. Because most of the time, we don't know as much as we think we know about somebody. But if you truly in love, truly love the character, the type of person that they are, you're very much aware of the type of things that they hold dear, what they value, what their morals are, and how ethically they connect with other people and work. What's their habits like? Do they have integrity? Do they have values? Do they have a faith? So knowing these things and knowing your motivation for connecting with somebody is extremely important. Now, one of the things that can destroy a relationship is when people have problems and they have situations that they have not resolved. They may have been dealing with something in their past and they have not worked on themselves. They haven't worked out their insecurities, their fears and their frustrations. They haven't worked some things out and getting into a relationship in hopes that those will at some point in time just work themselves out after you get into a relationship. That's a very bad mindset to have. So if you're not really sure about who you are as a person and what you love and what you don't love and where you're headed and what your goals are, then you will probably cause stress on the relationship if you haven't learned how to work those things out prior to. The other thing is, what is a person's relationship with their family? Do they have any relationship with family? Are they isolated from their family? Is there a conflict in their family? Because if you get into a relationship with somebody and that person hates their mother, hates their father, can't stand their siblings, don't talk to anyone in the family, then chances are you're going to have a problem with that in the relationship as well. And if they have unresolved family conflicts and family problems, then it might be hard for them to be in a family if they have problems with their own family. So that is important to know. Lastly, what are your goals? Are you pursuing them? And have you even set some goals for yourself prior to you going into the relationship? Have you had any conversation with the person that you're trying to be in a relationship with about your goals? See, because the thing is, is if you said that you wanted to do something all your life and you have not done that or pursued it or even attempted to get those goals, a relationship can put a strain on your time. Not that it's a bad thing. But the thing is, is we have to put a lot of time into relationships. And if the, the other person is not securing themselves and working on their own goals, then they could prevent you from trying to pursue the ones that you already had, if you ever had any. So make sure that you are realizing that you're going to spend less time working on your goals when you get into a relationship because of the time you're going to need to spend on your relationship. 
The other thing is how do you feel about checking in with people when you enjoy being alone? Do you like having some alone time? Will they respect your alone time? Because once you go into a relationship, most of the time you're going to be around each other. Unless careers and jobs and school or whatever keeps that from happening. But if you're somebody that loves the ability to have some alone time, make sure you're talking to the person that you're getting in a relationship with to see if they will respect that. And you would hope that they also enjoy some alone time themselves because everybody needs to be able to refuel and, you know, get filled back up with whether they have a prayer time, whether they have time that they want to spend um, getting filled with the word. It just it just important to know that people give you the time to spend alone to get that or the time to socialize with other friends as well because no one wants to be involved with a person that feels like you have to be with them all the time so make sure that you know about that so how close are you to your family and your friends and make sure you know that the person that you're getting a relationship with is not going to try to isolate you away from your friends and your family because you you weren't that way before and you don't want to be that way after getting to the relationship because that will absolutely put a strain on your relationship. Lastly, I want to make sure we touch on how we handle problems and conflicts. If you are somebody that has never been good at being able to communicate how you feel, then any relationship that you have is going to have problems. If you're somebody that responds with conflict or problems through yelling, physical aggression, or isolating yourself, that's never going to be healthy for a relationship. If the person that you're with is somebody that is very controlling, argues a lot, curses a lot, or slams stuff around and leaves when the the conversation gets heated, you got to be very much aware of the style of communication that each of you possess. Because if you go into a relationship thinking that the first time they argued was probably the only time that they're going to do it, then you're fooling yourself. If they yelled at you over something simple, chances are when it's something big, the way that sounds is going to be 10 times louder than the first initial argument. If somebody is a person that becomes physically aggressive when they become angry and you see signs of it in the beginning, then chances are you're going to see those signs resonate in the relationship. Don't ignore communication styles prior to you getting into a committed relationship. Not just with you, the way they communicate, but the way they communicate with other people. There is nothing worse than getting in love with somebody or falling in love with somebody who you saw the flags, but then get into a relationship, which is harder to get out of once you get in it. 
and then you're stuck with somebody that is controlling, dominating, um, aggressive, puts you down, or is just very bad at communicating how they feel, or they don't talk at all. Somebody that doesn't resolve conflict or they don't want to even confront a problem, so they're passive, they get quiet, they don't talk about anything. Those type of people can blow up and those people can make rash decisions that really hurt a relationship. So be very aware of communication styles prior to getting in a committed relationship because communication is absolutely going to be the key to whether relationship lasts. And I'm saying all of this to say I've made some major mistakes in relationships in the past, major mistakes. I'm one of those people that held things in and blew up later, or I just kept stuff to myself and then resented the person that I was with, or I may have gotten involved with someone who had a serious aggressive behaviors verbally and physically. And it was only after I got into the relationship that it really showed itself because I did not take the steps. I did not read the signs. I did not take my time. So take your time. Make sure that who you're going to be with is somebody that you like. And I mean, you need to like that person because if you like that person, when things go wrong, you'll be willing to deal with them. But if you don't like certain behaviors, you don't like certain things about a person prior to, then that does not make sense for you to get into a relationship because your, your motivation is not where it needs to be. All right. Well, I think I filled you up with a lot and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Well, I really want to thank you for deciding to listen all the way through. And I would love for you to share this on your social media platform. That just helps me get the word out even more, as well as leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I would also appreciate any feedback that you have on the topic that I just shared by sending me email at akaiamimakoy at gmail.com, or you can leave a voice message on Anchor about your feedback on this topic. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com and fill out a contact form or schedule your free 10-minute consultation with me. You can also call to schedule an appointment at 404-759-4853. All right, until the next time, Good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health.